Welcome to the Healthpreneur Show with Uriel Kine. We're so glad you're here. Every episode, we're going to bring advice and conversations with experts that will help you grow your health business. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Excited to bring to you a friend, former client, and awesome overall dude. His name is Michael Collins. And I'm going to give you a quick rundown of who he is. He's the founder of sugaraddiction.com, by the way, an amazing URL, right? And the Quit Sugar Summit, as well as the past chairman of the board and current board member of Addiction Institute. He's been completely sugar-free for not just a couple of days, not just a couple of weeks, but for more than 30 years, guys, 30 years. It's incredible. And he works closely with others who are looking to achieve the same level of freedom from sugar addiction. Uh, because he knows and we all know that it's a very addictive substance, uh, very much like, you know, many others. So he's, uh, he's got a very big mission to share his, his vision, his message with as many people as, as he possibly can. Uh, he's got an amazing book, which was rated the number one in healthy living on Amazon. And uh, it will be available to you guys. And we can talk about that as we get through this. So Michael, welcome to the Healthpreneur Show. How are you doing, my friends? I'm well, Yuri. How have you been, man? Good to see you. I've been really good. I just want to quickly, can you hear any of the beeping in the background by any chance? A little bit. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to just go to my window and close that. Give me two seconds. So I'm going to take my computer with me. And this is kind of how we roll sometimes on the show. Um, So I apologize for that. And let me do this from a standing position. That's probably even better. All right, so let's, uh, let's dive into this because you're doing some amazing work in the sugar space and you've got a big mission. Um, first and foremost, like how, how do you stay sugar free for 30 plus years? Yeah. So it's, a it's a long, (laughs) the short version, the podcast version is I got sober from drugs and alcohol substance use disorder 36 years ago. And, uh, I just, uh, wanted to get healthy, stay healthy. And I started to recognize that the sugar was acting just like the drugs. I Mm -hmm. literally went right back to sugar. Now, I grew up with a lot of sugar and I didn't eat a lot during the, you know, when I was partying or whatever, but I read a book called Sugar Blues and Sugar Blues talks about the the history lesson of sugar and that kind of thing. And I just was fascinated. And like I said, I mean, I was drinking eight 16 ounce Mountain Dews. This is the highest caffeinated beverage on the market. Yeah. Yeah. But like I, I, the returnable bottles, I, I would walk them back and forth. They called me the Mountain Dew man. Uh, so I was like, it was getting out of hand. Plus I really wasn't eating any food. It was pizza, pasta, ice cream, you know, whatever. So I just, uh, I just, I don't know. I just started and read that book. There wasn't much research out there and, uh, realized it wasn't that good for me and finally got off the stuff about a little over 30 years ago. So what, like in that process, like, I think a lot of people want to start something or stop something. And we often, do it for a little bit and then we revert back. How, like, was there a fundamental shift in like how you saw yourself in the world that allowed you to stay away from sugar or what, what did that, that shift for you personally look like so that it's not even a temptation for you? I like that question. You know, I'm an abstinence-based guy. You know, I came up in the drug and alcohol world as a, somebody who, you know, when, when you realize that you can't use the stuff anymore, there's a level of acceptance you have to have. Right. And so, and plus, part of the story I didn't tell you is that I got married at the time and had a couple of kids. And they're, the reason I know how long I've been sugar-free is because they're just over 31 years old. They were twins. 
I think you got you and I share that twin thing. And uh, so they were twins, so I know. And so I wanted them to be healthy. And somehow I talked my wife at the time into doing, you know, no flour, no sugar, no caffeine while she was pregnant. And then till they were, they were six years old. So, you know, it was just, it was always a health thing for me. You know, the addiction part came later. I went on to have a regular business career, but the understanding of sugar addiction came later. For me, the sugar thing was always health. And so how does that, and at what point did that transition into this crusade that you're on to help people get through sugar? Like, what did that, when did that start and how did that first start as a business for you? Yeah, I mean, I, like the experiment with the kids was a raging success, you know what I mean? My kids, I'm a smart enough guy, but my kids are like rocket scientists smart, you know, 100% on their college entrance exams, you know, one of them works for a quantum computer company, you know what I mean? They're like, really... And I, and I really think the brain developed better. And they always said I should write a book about sugar. And I, I railed about it over the years. I was a little bit of a, a preacher. <laughs> you know, I, I bothered people a little bit. But I had, like I said, I, you know, I, I was in regular business over the years. And I bought sugar addiction <clears throat> about a decade ago. And I started giving out good information. And problem was nobody really, I mean, some people took it and ran with it. But most people didn't. They didn't really understand it. Uh, I mean, it was we'll put it this way. It was really hard to do without support, without coaching and support. Uh, a tr- the founder of the Food Addiction Institute says this thing takes an inordinate amount of support. And that's what I learned over the last three or four years. So, you know, it's been an evolutionary journey trying to figure out exactly why and you know, where all this fits together. And luckily, the addiction, the late stage food addiction stuff that I understood early on and, and got involved with the Food Addiction Institute served me well because I'm coming to find out that what we call harmful users, people that, you know, they just think they eat too much sugar and they've gained 20 pounds since they were in college, those folks could slip into late stage food addiction. And, you know, personally, I believe the stuff is you know, a, a deadly toxin. And it just, it's a cruel joke the universe played that made it sweet and made us attracted to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And it's interesting too, because a lot of entrepreneurs are fueled, even in the health space, which is actually kind of ironic, fueled by caffeine and sugar, mm-hmm. just to kind of plow through their days. So this conversation, if you guys are watching or listening to this and you're someone who's like, yeah, that's kind of me. Um, you know, hopefully this gives you some, some stuff to think about. So just for everyone listening, can you give us a sense of what your business model looks like nowadays? Yeah, it's a great question. And, and, and honestly, it's a, I read a great book called The Innovation Stack. And The Innovation Stack talks about stacking innovations one upon the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's basically what I've done. You know, when I met you, I was really just getting started um, uh, I was kind of semi-retired from everything else. And I, and I started to look into the coaching thing. I'd done individual coaching over the years, a lot for my recovery buddies, people who had been recovery from alcohol and drugs, but then all of a sudden they were 40 pounds overweight and they had just basically substituted sugar. So I kind of walked them through it over the years. And obviously with the kids, they didn't have sugar in the house over the years. So I had experience in it and I liked the topic and obviously the domain name is, you know, I may as well grab that. I was a little bit of a domainer. So basically, like I said, I was giving out the best information. And when I ran into you, 
what you provided for me was the uh, what I call the venture capital for the business. In other words, my buddy Jan uh, Eden, who's also you know one of your students, you know we we did the higher ticket coaching, but then I started to realize that I really wanted to make this more of a platform for people for everyone, <clears throat> and that the the secret sauce even in the high ticket coaching was the groups. Okay, so I would run the groups weekly or what have you. And the real success, the real magic, both in, you know, recovery groups, and they even have the, you know, peer-reviewed studies now for cancer and diabetes and, and, and dialysis, and all kinds of things that if you get a peer group um, in, in recovery from any kind of malady, it, statistically, and they, like I said, they've done hundreds of studies now that this actually helps in the pro in, the, in, in you growing or you know getting better, mm-hmm. so that started to evolve. Then I got a lower bu- bu- uh, lower ticket challenge where I would go into their uh, um, you know inbox for thirty days, and that thing just started to convert very well. And then I kind of moved them along to a, a, a lesser, not quite the high ticket coaching, but a kind of a one ninety seven to three ninety seven coaching. And see that worked that worked much better. You know what I mean? It's like now we've got coaches, and now our high ticket uh, item is training coaches, basically. Yeah. So it's a I don't know if that is a good explanation, but that's <laughs> I don't know if that made any sense to a lot well, of you folks. It probably did. Well, I'll break it down. So one of the things I love you like what you just said is the power of a peer group. Yeah. And one of the biggest things that people get hung up on is like I want a one-on-one coach. I'm like, why would you want a one-on-one coach? You get like, you get so much more value from being in a group. Yeah. And it's funny because we equate like one-on-one support with better results. And I'm sure like what you just mentioned with like your clients who are getting over sugar, I mean, AA meetings are in a group, right? It's not one-on-one. Like most major transformations happen in a group setting. Right. It's just funny how people get so caught up in this whole one-on-one thing. And it's not to say that you can't have elements of personalization and individualization, but we know it's not scalable. So thanks for bringing that up. And so just to recap, you kind of started at the high ticket and kind of worked backwards. Correct. As opposed to the other way around where a lot yeah. of people start off with the free stuff. And then hopefully someday people will do their high ticket stuff, which I think can work, but it's a lot trickier to do that. So um, so now you have this amazing summit that you do twice a year um, mm. and, and talk to us a little bit about, you know, some of the challenges and really big lessons you've learned and the big wins that you've had from, from running that type of challenge as well, or sort of the, the summit, not the challenge. The summit itself is a, uh, was, <laughs> was a labor of love. Basically it's kind of like a podcast. I call it a podcast uh, in, in, one week, you know, it takes me there. Well, last time we had 57 speakers. Okay. Wow. And you're doing and all we, the interviews. I, I did 985 percent of the interviews. We now have a co-host cause it did get out of hand. Yeah. But for me, it was a selfish thing because I got to talk to all the best sugar educators all over the world and mm-hmm. all of the, you know, the coaches and the success stories and the MDs and PhDs and everybody in the business. More than that. I mean, for the first three years, five, this is our sixth event. September will be our seventh event. Um, now we do a January and September, kind of an institution, if you will. And the 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 uh, um, 
the first three, four years was it's kind of a nonprofit, put it that way. But I was just like, it was kind of like your podcast. You got to start, you got to do it, right? And so it just started to build. And at the beginning, we had the, like, kind of like the beginning of sugaraddiction.com, we had the best educators on the planet, right? We had uh, the best MDs and PhDs. They wanted exposure for their book and they'd been researching for 20 years. Nobody never listened to them, but I wanted to listen to them. And so, but then as we started like events four, five and six, we started to blend influencers, started to understand how big email lists, you know, from people who were, you know, possibly not the best educators on the planet, but they were, you know, this was their thing. They were either keto or they were, you know, no sugar was part of their protocol. And so we started to blend those. And that's what kind of blew up in January this year and, and made the massive success. It was, it was Vimeo sent me a bill for $7,000. I'm like, what's wow. this for? I'm like, he said, watch time. I'm like, 42,000 terabytes. I'm like, oh, okay. Now I get it. Yeah, no kidding. But it's true because there's a lot of amazing, smart people who maybe not a lot of people know about. And right. there's a lot of good marketers who've built a substantial following and have more influence. Um, and as you know, like you have to, I think, tap into both of those, right? Because there's a lot of really great opportunities there. It really is a curation effort to blend them well, you know, yeah. because you know, some of the people, they can't help but doing an, do an infomercial. <laughs> In my I'm latest like, book, I talk about, yeah, <laughs> it's like every sentence. And I'm like, oh, you know, I, 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 I grin and bear it. And, and, and they're my friends and I don't mind, you know, helping them promote. They promote me occasionally too. So, you know, but I'm, you know, I want to get the information out for the folks as well. So, yeah. Do you have any advice for those who are doing whether it's a summit or a podcast or bringing people together in terms of vetting or curating good people to make sure that you're bringing the right people together for the cause you're looking to move forward? Yeah, what a great question. Um, you know, for me, I, I think it's an intuitive thing. I have just always researched whatever field I'm in. And I tell people to do this too. I tell them to start a new Gmail. I tell them, look, just start a Gmail and get on every damn list in the vertical. Hmm. And then just really, you can, the pattern recognition that happens when you go back to it means that you can see what they're doing, whether it's the educators and or the influencers or the big email list or the big sellers or whatever, you know, say you're starting something, I don't know, whatever it is, um, keto and just get on the thing. And then you can literally just tap into it and look at it at 40,000 feet and you can watch how they market to you and you can figure out how, you know, what their message is and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And that thing becomes very valuable in, in, in the growth of whatever you're trying to do that alter, I call it the marketing Gmail, you know, your new Gmail. Yeah. And uh, you, you don't, it's not in your regular email. It doesn't confuse you at all. You just go back to it once a week or whatever, and just see, and just, and get on more lists and, you know, unsubscribe from the ones you don't and it'll narrow down. it's literally a university in a gmail i mean you can learn how to um find out who you like as far as an educator or a teacher you can find out who you want as a promoter who's a good promoter you know that kind of thing so just a little thing that i i, I uh, it's just accidentally fell on i love that that is so smart because you can learn a lot by just observing yeah right like yeah. you can i remember um i think it was dean jackson 
we were talking a couple of years ago about product launches and he's like, you could buy product launch formula from Jeff Walker, which, you know, if you guys have great, um, but he's like, you could also just observe the whole process as the prospects, <laughs> right. right? And, right? And start to see the nuances behind the scenes or maybe even do both. And I think there's a lot of value to what you just said about um, being a recipient and finding those good fits. I think that's really smart. I love yeah. that. I actually never even thought of setting up a new Gmail just for that. So thanks yeah, for Yeah, no, that. it's, a, I mean, it really, I, I try it. People don't get it because they think it's like they want to get to inbox zero. The last thing, I think one of my old ones has a million emails in it. I'm not exaggerating. It's just shy of a million emails. And I, I, I got a couple things in there I got to look at. So luckily it's sorted, you know, and, and I don't go back there very much anymore. It's not, I'm not in that niche anymore, but it was very valuable. And then I, you know, I've got about four or five of them that I, that I do like that. So that's awesome. So as, as you've grown this whole movement, what's been, what's been one of like the top of mind challenges that you've had to deal with and how did you overcome that? Wow. Uh, look, uh, I mean, like the alcohol and drug world, it's the stigmatization of this thing, right? People believe, and I've, come to learn. I, I kind of knew it intuitively from my addictive background. I had a lot of friends who were in the food addiction programs, but most people believe that moderation works. Most people believe that they can moderate sugar after they um, have had issues with sugar. And it's this, this is a product, Yuri, and I think your folks are probably mostly marketers or whatever can get. This is a product people need, but they don't want. They want cute clothes and they want golf clubs. They don't want to quit sugar for 30 days. They don't want to quit sugar at all. The main question is, do I have to do this for the rest of my life? And the answer is maybe. Uh, it depends you know, how far you've gone. We have harmful users who can occasionally go back. Uh, we have, and we have flat-out addicts that when they ingest, they're off on a run and gain 30 pounds again. You know, this is true, proven, scientific, peer-reviewed lore that, you know, all diets, if they lose a little bit of weight, they gain it back. And they gain it back because they go back to the white stuff, the flour and the sugar. And today, you can give this product to a baby, okay? You can give it with no moral, legal, ethical worries. And so people have just not accepted the science like seatbelts in cars, drinking and driving, condoms in bathrooms, smoking in public. They haven't accepted the tectonic shift that's about to happen in the recognition that sugar causes most metabolic syndrome illnesses. The whole constellation of all of them, um, arthritis, autoimmune, diabetes 2, Alzheimer's 3, you know, diabetes 3, which is, I mean, I, I can't quantitatively prove it, but 50 years from now, they will be able to prove it. And the stigma of this change, this tectonic sea change that's about to happen is my biggest problem. It's again, a marketing, um, I think it's just a beautiful marketing thing because now I'm getting a little traction and I've seen, I've got the you know, hundreds of success stories of people who tell me, what was it like? Ask, I ask them, what was it like when you saw this first and you know what was it like you know how did you get and genuinely i believe with all my heart that their brains are not capable sometimes of making the decision we almost have to 
use our marketing skills, our influence to get them inside the community so that they can get well, if that makes yeah, sense. Totally. Yeah, and I mean, it's a big, I mean, it's a f like you're having, you're helping people do something. I'm assuming the people attracted to your stuff are at least mindful enough to be like, you know what? I probably need to learn about how to get, get over this, right? They're, they're more receptive of that. Yeah. But then it's like you're fundamentally <laughs> changing how people behave and make decisions with an addictive substance, which is amazingly challenging. And I think it's great that you're taking this on because it's, it's definitely well needed. But it, it's, it's very interesting um, because, you know, how people do things or why they do things, it really becomes, like, as you said, it, it is a marketing problem, right? I think when you look at the 1950s and 60s, smoking was advertised as like the be all and end all. It's amazing. Even your My doctors smokes. on TV. Yeah. And it's a fundamental, and I, and I agree with you. I do think it's going to take time. And I do think, you know, with work like you're doing and, and many others, I think hopefully we can see that change in this, in this lifetime, because as an example, my, um, my third youngest son was his birthday yesterday. So we had a bit of cake for his birthday and my oldest who's 10, if he has sugar, it's like instantaneous. He starts going just like, I'm like, dude, like, what are you like spinning around in circles? I'm like, what? So yeah. it's amazing how fast this stuff can impact. Uh, I mean, definitely everyone, but certain people more than others. But um, yeah, like what is, how do you know, like being, being such a big thing you're working on, how do you, how do you define success? Like how do you wake up or go to bed at the end of the day and know that you've been successful? Yeah, that's a, you know, like I said, I mean, this hasn't been, I look at it like, and, and I, it's almost like I haven't done enough. It's, it's, I don't know what that would be called. It's probably my problem, but you know, I, the emails that I get make, bring me to tears, you know, I mean, people who have lost a hundred pounds, who've lost six feet off their body, you know, I mean, we have a 30 day celebration five, four, five, ten 10 times a day. And we have, you know, year celebrations two, three times a week. And people that in, in the description of their old life to their new life, and that this marketing conundrum that we had was solved by we got them into the community and then their whole life changed. You know what I mean? And, and I think I can sum it up. And, and this is, part of the movement of both, I think, for the opioid addiction and addiction in general, um, uh, but sugar addiction for sure is at the end of one of my testimonials, a lady said, um, I said, Bethany, what, what flipped the trick? What, what's, uh, what, was the, what was the difference? What made the difference? This woman had been a Weight Watchers leader twice, went 16 on her mother's thing, had never been, you know, uh, had never, 47 years old, never successful in a diet her overweight her whole life hmm. and she said i was above addiction she's like she just it's just a word it's you know it's stigmatized and it's just a construct it's a medical construct that people refuse to um let the stigma lie you know it's always the guy with the brown paper bag under the bridge well i'm here to tell you it's not I'm here to tell you it's every socioeconomic thing and, 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 it, and, it, and it's right in your cupboard and it's sugar and it's perfectly legal. 
you forget about alcohol and the opioid crisis, but this, this destigmatization, when I start to see that happening, I feel like I've succeeded and I'm, and I'm, and I'm helping, I'm just a foot soldier in this. I'm, you know, I'm just helping other people to do this. So, yeah, I know that's a little esoteric, but I, I, I really do believe it. That's awesome. Good for you, man. That's awesome. Um, before we finish off, what is the best place? So we got sugaraddiction.com. Yeah. Um, how can people get your book as well? And obviously let them know a little bit about that. Yeah. If you go to sugaraddiction.com, it's a free download. Now we, we took it, you know, it's, it's still on Amazon. You can get a paperback on Amazon if you want, but uh, uh, we gave it free download on sugaraddiction.com and, uh, and the quit sugar summit, you know, it's uh, coming up really fast again, just leave your email and we'll notify you. Uh, you can see all the speakers, Robert Lustig, Gary Tobbs, you know, we had Judy Collins, the famous singer on because she, <laughs> Really, because she That's wants awesome. to, she wants this to be part of her legacy. She's eighty-something yeah. years old, and she wants it to be part of her legacy. So we've had some cool folks on. So yeah, quit Sugar Summit. That's awesome. Well, there we go, guys. Uh, check it out, SugarAddiction.com, and we'll make sure to link up to those references and resources for you guys in the show notes. Michael, great to reconnect with you. Love what you're doing, my friends. Keep, keep the charge. You Keep, too, buddy. Uh, you're, you're getting a lot of those health educators out there that her, whose voices really were not heard. And a couple of my good friends, uh, I referred over to you that uh, can't can't say enough about your stuff. So Thank keep up you. the I good work. I appreciate yeah. you. Thanks so much. All right. Take care. Thank you for joining us on the Coach's Corner. If you didn't know, inside of our private Facebook group, the Healthpreneur Hub, Yuri's show, The Coach's Corner, happens live every single morning with one goal to help you grow your health business. If you want to hear more of The Coach's Corner, then click the link in the show notes to join the Healthpreneur Hub on Facebook for free. And if you want to know the four-step system that predictably fills a health business with qualified, ready-to-buy clients, we want to send you an invite to our free online masterclass. You can find that masterclass at healthpreneurgroup.com show or by clicking the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Healthpreneur Show with Yuri Elkine.